0: Down the street with my sack of tricks. No one ever guessed it's my bag of dicks. It's the podcast. Yeah, it's the podcast. I said, I'm walking down the street with my sack of tricks. No one ever guessed it's my bag of dicks. It's the podcast. Motherfucking podcast.
1: Hello and welcome to the podcast. Today is Saturday, December 11th, 2021. This is episode 21 with Dancero NFTs. I'm your host, Finn. Find these episodes on TerraSpaces.org. Joining me from Dancero NFT, Stoic Crypto. How's it going?
2: Yeah, going well, thanks. Thank you for having us today. And we we put a little bit of a Latin spin on it and call it Dancero.
1: Oh, Dancero. uh, Dancero. All right. I was practicing that on my way over here. (laughs) (laughs) That's cool, man. You guys have like one of the first dance-focused and really... I wouldn't say the first in real life kind of focus, because we've, we've had Minerva on and they're, they're doing like a wine uh, NFT kind of share thing, um, but definitely the first dance and one of the few that are doing some sort of in real life uh, utility uh, other than, you know, just having cool profile pics and stuff. Uh, How did you guys get started on, on wanting to make NFTs? You guys were a, a dance thing before that, I assume.
2: Yeah, yeah, we've had a, a dance community we've been building out over the last four years. Uh, and that came out of, I'm a, married to a Colombian. I'm an avid visitor to Colombia. I spent some time living down there. He met up with uh, I had a co-founder there, and he, he had started a community. His wife's a professional dancer. and it's, uh, it's tough in Colombia. I think it's tough anywhere. Dance is something that kind of gets overlooked. And so a lot of these dancers are competing at sort of the world, you know, national and international levels, the world levels, and you know, having trouble just making ends meet, trying to pursue their passion, and so we started up a project, basically trying. To, a lot of them didn't speak English, so we tried to get them connected with with foreign and international students, where they could obviously charge a bit of a premium. I don't know if you've ever been caught up to Colombia.
1: No, I've been to Mexico uh, a couple times. Uh, did a little Ibo game trip there a long time ago, which was pretty interesting. But yeah, I've never made it further than that.
2: Colombia. Anyone that's listening that's been to Colombia will know the place. Um, it, it, it dances, like, all day and night. Like, you, you have to dance if you go to Colombia. And uh, it's not sort of the North American, uh, you know, there's less maybe maybe sexual, sexuality uh, attached to it. Oh, it can still be very sensual, but it's like, a, it's like a social community. Every party, you know, party with your family, and just dancing with, you know, with people, and everyone's dancing. Like, it's a cultural family, friendship, interact, it's just part of what they do, right? Everybody's dancing, and I'm sitting here, you know, with beer in my hand, (laughs) and nobody wants to talk to me because they're all up dancing. Um, It was kind of a match made in heaven, you know, students and these these foreign nationals coming and looking for an instructor while they traveled around. These dance instructors who have an incredible, incredible talent to share, uh, but don't necessarily speak English or have a marketing background or a business background. So we built out a, a pretty solid online presence in terms of social media, in terms of search engine optimization websites. And so we created the, the sales funnel essentially for a bunch of these instructors and we're you know, we don't employ them at a bricks and mortar studio and, and command of their time or anything like that. We want them to be a, a part of the community. When something comes up in their area, we, we put it out
1: community like cross noise and stuff it sounds like with what you were doing and then what's kind of being built here in the nft communities Like it's really cool to see that that artists are and dancers now are, are able to to actually try and make a better living than than just you know like with artists you always see that you know they, they're never famous till after they're dead and it's like oh well, that's kind of shitty you know so it's, yeah, it's cool yeah. to see this tech like enable that sort of thing
2: yeah, it's, a, it's a, you know, on the technology side, you know, I've been in crypto since about 2017, um, so not, not early, early, but you know, for a while now, and followed a few different things. And uh, in the early part of this year, late last year, early this year, when NFTs started to get hot, I started following sort of that trend, as did my, uh, my other co-founder there. And, and we were both kind of saying, hey, how can we you know, leverage this technology to, to help with our, our community, right? one of the big pain points for us in trying to run this community and for any of these instructors that also often work independently is, is payment processing, right? It's a huge headache to try to accept, you know, unless it's cash hand hand to hand to try to get someone to pay you from a bank account that they have in you know, Switzerland or, or England and get money out without losing a significant chunk of it in say a Colombian peso or, you know, a Mexican peso. Um, and so we went, well, you know, it's it's really, it's made for what we're trying to do as an international sort of business organization to to bring, you know, that whole piece into one centralized place, which I think, you know, Terra and UST speaks to a lot to the same, uh, you know, speaks in the same tune of trying to have these stable coins pegged to different countries, you know, c- currencies, and now the ability to interact within the Terra ecosystem. Oh, what I've found trying to, you know, <laughs> Uh, bring it bring people into crypto friends of mine family whenever you know, I'll talk crypto all day long christmas coming up here my, my family's probably dreading having me home because that's all i'm going to talk to them about
1: <laughs> um. <laughs> it always it always makes me kind of laugh too thinking that like all of this cool tech that we're just like able to move money across the globe with like very minimal fees and stuff was like coated up by a bunch of DGENs off the back of a napkin for fun one night and like here you have this banking system in place and all of these financial structures that have been doing it for like hundreds of years and like they're so far behind because they're so married to those you know old prehistoric ways of doing things and I get why I mean they make so much money off of fees and stuff but like it it seems like they, they should have moved a lot faster in the space than what we've seen, and and maybe I don't know, maybe the, the the fees for them are that good where you know it's it's well worth it for them to fight back. But it just makes me laugh that like a, a bunch of kids like figured out how to do it like, and it works pretty seamlessly for the most part.
2: Yeah, it does. But you know, I I find still that it's the it's the getting in that's the hard part for your everyday user, right? It's getting started once once you're in you know, I do these things and I transact and sometimes to move money from whatever it is a Binance smart chain to get it over onto Terra you know there's a couple of steps in the process and I'm very familiar and comfortable with them but whenever I bring a a friend or a family member I say oh hey you should you should sign up and you should try this out it's it's, it's pretty cool it's a, you know it's amazing technology and it's fun and low oh, you're going to make money and and then you know I forget how much there was involved in the initial setup of of wallets and seed phrases and then sending your first transaction and not knowing if you did it right. Like if it's going to show up at the oh, right yeah. place, you know, <laughs> it's, it's just like heart stopping. Like I just sent $500 and it's gone. Like it's, it's, it's disappeared and it hasn't arrived at its destination yet. Now I'm familiar obviously with, you know, been approved yet or how many confirmations it has, but as a new user, no, that's, that's like, you know, it's way beyond what they're, they're familiar with and what anybody really should need to be familiar with to utilize the technology. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we're there yet in terms of getting to such a user-friendly interface that they don't really even need to realize that they're interacting with cryptocurrency and blockchain. It's no longer about crypto. And that's what danceros are really about is, is taking an interest, that, you know dance, that people are already doing, something that students are interested in learning, something that instructors are, are trying to teach and share as part of their culture, and attract people to crypto that way. Right? I think crypto is all about it's going to be you know, the next step. Depth, next phase of cryptocurrency is integrating it with people's real world interests and activities that they're already doing.
1: Yeah. I look, I, I come from a little bit of like a help desk it background and just like the one thing when I'm showing new people, this, that I, I try to like drill into their heads is that like, yo, there is no tech support. There is no, I lost my password button. Like yeah. your seed phrase is the key to interact on the blockchain with your particular account and like if that's gone it's gone and there is no getting it back and anyone that's worked in in it and and service like and users knows that you know, people are the worst at password management, you know, even with yeah. all the tools they have at their disposal, they're literally the worst at it. So that <laughs> that's kind of one one aspect we try to focus on is, is like, you know, making sure that they fully 100 percent understand that once that's gone, it's gone and. You know, there is no tech support. There is only the community, and you know, you mess something up, you're pretty much at the mercy of of the community. And sometimes, like, there is no fix. You know, if it, it if it's gone, there you can't get it back.
2: Yeah, no, for sure. It's it's a uh, you know, there's no there's no hotline, right? There's no who do I call when I made a mistake? It's it's that's it. That you know, sometimes that's it. Sometimes there's a you know, it depends on whether you're working you know with custodial or non custodial, and whether there's maybe a platform that can help you out, but. I've had those, those you know, those heart wrenching moments where it's like, I just did that wrong and I don't know if it's going
1: to work. Yeah, and I, I, I read those on, on Reddit all the time where it's like, I forgot to put a memo. Is it still going to get there? It's yeah. like, I mean, maybe, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you yeah. know, even, even
2: coming to Terra Station, right? Like I, I, I move money from Binance to Terra Station sometimes and Binance is like, make sure you put the memo in.
1: Yeah, KuCoin right? also, yeah.
2: I'm like, I don't know the memo. So the first time I did it, I was like, look, it. I had to go to Reddit and be like, do I need a, a memo? And people are like, no, there's no, you don't need a memo. And then I'm like, all right, well, I hope, you know, I hope John Eddie 34 on Reddit is telling me the truth. <laughs> I can, For real. I got to trust him and send this hundred bucks where you see what happens. And You know, it shows up. But you know, a lot of people are, are not, you know, are not. Tech savvy, and they shouldn't have to be right. The goal for us, I think, the goal for projects as we move into the sort of the next phase of all this, needs to be, you know, we're going to take that 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 pain away on the back end, right? I, I tried using this week uh the Cattle Money uh, Cattle Pay, and that's you know that's pretty smooth. That shit works ahead.
1: really well. I, I got a set of headphones uh, I ordered from them just to kind of test it out. I, I had a second recording rig for doing all these Twitter Spaces, so I was like, yeah, hey, I should get another set of headphones and it works so seamless. It was just as easy as using Amazon. So like they, what they've done, if they can mimic that for like the rest of uh, the rest of all these tools, like we'll be sitting pretty.
2: Yeah. The on-ramp is the one that, you know, we're, we're still looking around uh, in Terra for as a, as a platform. We want to partner with someone who can accept payments, you know, from from credit cards from around the world, from bank transfers, maybe uh, however people want to onboard because that's still a, a tricky piece of it
1: but you know my right? my it's dream for that is to just be able to open cash app one day and next to bitcoin is sitting Terra stuff and being able to just do that just like you do because like cash app also works really well not a ka but a ca like the, the C-A, normal yeah. yeah yeah like that one works super well for for doing bitcoin and and then being able to send that bitcoin to whatever exchange or receive it from an exchange to flip into cash and like if if we could get luna and ust in there just even ust like i think that that would be so huge there's so many Cash app users
2: for sure yeah It's, it's things like that right and so we want to develop something where our students can easily enter the system we don't want to make another pain point another hurdle for them to enter the system and i mean right now our 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 process is is pretty like it's it's manually labor intensive on our side we have operators are working you know, with a student, finding out where they're going to be and what they want in terms of dance style and whether they want to dance with a man or a woman and how long they're going to be there and what time their classes can be at. So all these things are, are very manually intensive. And that's right all
1: now. over the phone, like person to person or?
2: It's via WhatsApp.
1: Oh, oh we WhatsApp. Have a, okay. I got you. you
2: know, our sales funnel right now comes in from our website, from Facebook, Instagram, uh, wherever it might be that they, they find us um, you know, online. Uh, we don't own a studio space. We partner with local studios. Our, our instructors have often access to studio space from other places that they work, or maybe a studio they run or manage. Um, so we've, you know, we have a, a whole bunch of studios that we partner with in terms of getting these these classes done. Um, and we can also the instructors do do the classes right at people's homes, or hostels, or hotel, or Airbnb, wherever they're staying. So
1: oh, very uh, cool. Wherever,
2: yeah. So they'll come right to you. You go to go to Meijin and you're staying in an Airbnb, and we can have an instructor. come. It's a very cool platform, but when someone comes in, they come through Facebook. We kind of get them through the first little uh, welcome, and then we create a group in WhatsApp uh, where you know I'm there just kind of watching. I'm not inter- I'm not specifically interacting with each student, just seeing what's going on in case there's a that customer service piece we were talking about. In case mostly we have you know operators that are, are working through a process to get the the right information, uh, and then on our community side, that's taken by a community manager and, and basically broadcast out. To our community of instructors in the area.
1: That's cool. So, what does the the actual onboarding process for the students look like? Like, they they do the WhatsApp thing, and then you walk them through creating a wallet, or do you have like resources so right now, that you kind of point them to?
2: So, we're right now moving towards the go. The goal is to get them to move over to the the UST we're pre-launch right now. So this is a community we've built that is purely on fiat, and it's a it's a pain doing invoices in different currencies, and then trying to receive that money, be it via PayPal or via Cash App or via a bank transfer. Uh, so we want to consolidate all of that. That's really the goal. And then those, you know, those transactions start to become part of the, our platform and part of the fees that can be earned by community members.
1: And that's all utilizing things like Anchor Protocol and, and other possible farms on the on the back end to generate more yield with the existing uh, fund that you have.
2: Hundred percent, yeah. So then we look at things like Anchor Protocol. So any pla- any you know, any revenue or resources that are sitting on our on our platform are, are being you know farmed, and then students uh, have an opportunity to stake an NFT. Uh, to get discounts, instructors have an opportunity to own and stake an NFT to get incentives in terms of what they're paid. Uh, so you know, right now we take a small commission to to manage the the community, uh, to pay the the operators, etc. Uh, so that would be the same, but now an instructor has an opportunity to you know leave some leave some token on the on the platform and have that be invested in Anchor Protocol at a you know at a, at a rate of return much higher than they would receive at any bank that they might use in. In Colombia, or you know, our our goal is to expand this across Latin America. And It was our goal prior. We had started a, a Mexican um, group just pre-COVID. Uh, we had launched into Mexico City and into Cancun, uh, which kind of fizzled. We didn't have the the legs to keep that going during COVID. But you know, we see this being easily able to be drop shipped into any city. Uh, being able to to you know anyone that has a dance community around their own studio or whatever it might be can join up can sign up instructors and they can start getting, you know, getting classes in Buenos Aires, uh, teaching tango. Uh, we all, we don't see this being, you know, kept, you know, in, uh, in Colombia or, or in a single city, we're launching our first set of NFTs as Medellin's sort of centric, because that's our biggest community right now. Uh, but we're, you know, we have planned right from the beginning, multiple mints for multiple cities where you know, you'll get discounts on, on events and classes and courses and and boot camps that we do uh, within those cities. So it'll also encourage a secondary market whereby, you know, if you're moving from city to city, you want to swap out your Managing NFT maybe, and pick up a Bogota NFT because you're going to want a discount when you're in Bogota traveling. Oh, that's
1: really was. cool. So they're actually like regional, so you can use the one in the, in the one spot, but they don't transfer over, which, yeah, that that's really cool. How, that, that definitely would feed an, a need for that secondary market to, to continue volume. That, that's a really good idea.
2: Yeah, so the, they'll all have access to all of our online content. So any, anyone you get is going to give you access to Uh, Our online video libraries, if you have a bunch of tutorials and and things like that, which we host in Google Classroom right now, with plans to move that over to a a Metaverse platform. Um, So we'd like to have that all offered in the Metaverse. You can go in, you can watch a tutorial, you can even, you know, if you're you're using VR or whatever, you can take it in. You might have seen there's some dance stuff with Oculus Rift and things like that where you can do a dance lesson. That's kind of the vision on the online side. But yeah, in, in real life, if you want to take a class, you have your nft you now get a discount for booking that class and it'll be regionally based so you know, we get a lot of students who move from city to city right now lots of travelers who come to colombia say hey i'm going to be you know in Medellin for 10 days and then i'm going to cali for a week and then i go into cartagena because i'm going to I'm gonna do a, a, a boat tour there and so we say no hey no problem you can book a pack of 20 hours and you can take 10 of those hours in Medellin, and then you can take five in cali and then you can take five more in cartagena uh, so it's it's not you know, instead of them having to look for a new dance school and a new instructor and, and do everything each time they, they move to a new city, uh, we're able to accommodate that right from the, the get-go. And we want to bring all that up to Web3 and have a platform that allows them to self-book, essentially.
1: Yeah, that that's pretty cool. The, I think the whole like Web3 metaverse, like virtual reality platforms are going to be huge for this kind of stuff. Like you've already we've seen it in uh, certain forms of therapy where people put the the virtual reality stuff on and then they have the experience of something else or something they're afraid of. Uh, the classic walking the plank program where people that are afraid of heights have to walk this plank and, you know, you fool enough of the the body and the mind senses, it, like it becomes real. So I, being able to learn dance and stuff, I, I think would be like a really key application for, for a virtual space like that. Especially if you do have like the full gear and stuff, like you're, you're pretty much there, you're mimicking body movements and following partner lead and, and all that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a, an ideal space for, for that. So we're, we're, you know, looking at learn to earn options. So we've got all our play to earn stuff going on right now. Uh, from Axie, you know all the way all the way through and we're looking at doing something where as students sort of level up and move through the different uh, courses and classes in, in different dance styles uh, interact with the platform in different ways they're also able to earn back some credit and or and or some discounts on, on other stuff so there's a, a whole bunch of, of opportunities to make it a really interactive platform and and get have people being sort of more rewarded for for learning something new and uh, I think that's a you know, to me it's all about engaging people on their level on their on their field of play that they want to be engaged on right if you come in and, and we start talking to people about you know blockchains and hash rates and, and wallets and and transactions and fees and it, it, their eyes glaze right over right oh there. yeah
1: <laughs> you get
0: the <laughs> occasional off. maybe
1: like one out of ten that's like yes tell me more but like everybody <laughs> else yeah they're they're not into it
2: no and so i think it's you know the idea to be able to say hey did you know you know, real, real user, you know, simple, user-friendly interface, but that just says, "Hey, buy this NFT and stake it on the platform, and you're going to get a fifteen percent discount on all your classes, right?" And it's a two-click process.
1: Yeah, and then on that same platform, do do you how's your savings account look? Oh, really? Less than one percent? Interesting. Let me show you this. <laughs> like it's yeah. <laughs> yeah, there there's so much opportunity there to just onboard people that are not familiar with the ecosystem. And that that that's kind of the the thing I use just because I, I don't like telling like friends and family about shit that's real volatile you know because you never okay. know how that's going to work out so it's,
2: I, I do know i know it always yeah, works out yeah, like, yeah it's always
1: bad news oh man the timings <laughs> of the holidays and the runs it's just like terrible <laughs> but got
2: like, my, mom, my mom got it i didn't get crypto. she wanted to i think she was trying to you know, I'm a middle-aged man, and she was trying to sort of identify with me a few years back, and I had started getting real interested in cryptocurrency in 2017, and I think she bought her first Bitcoin in, like, December of 2017, and went straight into, like, the January, just crashed, like, lost half the investment.
1: Oh, man. Did she sell it? She held it? No, no, no. She kept it all for years. Good she for kept, her.
2: Yeah, yeah. she just held on. She, You know, she's probably one of the only grandmas, you know, out there that owns... Like waves, tokens, and you know stuff. You know stuff that was ICOs back in 2017. Oh, funny! That's uh,
1: awesome. That's kind of when I started, so I'm like super familiar with all those crazy ICOs and the BitConnect guy and all those memes and shit. Like those were crazy times.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So that was. And then you know this this year, I I had a friend that you know I'm I'm doing DeFi and I'm doing Binance Smart Chain this spring, where all the pancake swaps just going crazy and everything's growing. And you know he's going. What are you doing? How do you do it? So I'm like, all right, well, here, like, you know, I I told him, you got to burn 20 bucks right in front of me. You got to take a $20 bill. (laughs) You got to burn it. (laughs) He's like, what? Why? I'm like, because this is not, like, this is not a good idea. Like, I don't, you know, I I just need to see
1: your reaction. If you start crying, then I'm not going to show you how to do this. But if you can handle it, we're in.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So that's the, that's the kind of, I, I just find that I, you know, I would really, really rather present someone with something that is going to have value no matter what, But Like this is, you know, we're going to, we're going to do something here that's going to provide value to these instructors. It's going to provide value to the students. If you want nothing to do with dance, you can still buy the NFT and we want you know, to be able to to rent them now to people because again, if someone's just going to be in, in city X or region you know, region X for a certain period of time, and they don't want to invest in the NFT that might be a hundred or a couple hundred dollars, but they they can just rent it for a week while they're there and get the benefits and the utility. If they're going to come into a platform, uh, a metaverse where we're going to put on a show with a you know a Latin band that they like, uh, and they just want access to the show for that that event, they rent the NFT. And so the, the holders who are are non you know not dance enthusiasts, they're just in it for the financial gain. That piece is still there. Because that's a lot of the crypto community, right, is, is we're here for, you know, to, to understand the technology, to make the investments, to, to turn it into to real money. And, and so we want to speak to that crowd, um, but at the same time, have this be a really user friendly and engage people around their interests
1: that's that's interesting too because that kind of opens up another like revenue stream where you can use these as like tickets to events that the the dancers or the community potentially could put on uh, and then yeah you get that whole other group of people that just want to show and like maybe it's worth it to them to to get some of these nfts to to get whatever discount that that will go with it or uh, like you were saying to just rent them for for a week or whatever if they're in town and they want to catch some shows and stuff i mean you could do a lot of exclusivity things with that as as far as you know only if you're on the list you know you can come in but i don't see your wallet on the list sort of thing and that's really cool that that there's a lot of potential in in that and just in the whole uh, event space
2: yeah i think the event space for nfts is going to be huge you you hear different uh you know from from mark cubans to gary v's to everybody talking about how this every ticket stub you know in, in five years every ticket stub is going to be an nft Right, every event is going to be going to be hosted or managed via the blockchain, right? Which makes sense, but nobody needs to to know that on the front end, right? It's it's like you know, load your you know, buy this this cool picture, uh, you know, buy a token to the to the Medellin community, uh, you know. And I am a a little bit of a, a Top Shots guy. I've spent some time in and around the Top Shots space, and they do all the the series like the collector series. Have you seen that? Oh yeah, yeah. So the idea of hey, collect every city get bonus x right we do a lot of a lot of our students come specifically for dance and they come to Columbia for 10 days and they want to dance every day for four hours right they're looking to go from from level one to level five in in two weeks you know that's the whole goal and so those types of things are really fun we do them at at fincas and we do them in you know in the city and we do these cool cool events based around sometimes around a a dance competition or championship or sometimes around a, a fair or a or something like that, and so the idea of being able to say, "Hey, if you can collect the, the all ten of these, you win a, a free ticket to to this event, right?" at uh, things like that. So I think there's this great opportunity in the secondary market to be really creative with you know with what we do in terms of collection. If you keep them at a Top Shots type, yeah, maybe not as low as Top Shots, but if you keep them at a manageable price range, and we're not talking tens of thousands of dollars for people. Um, and that you can drive this incentive to, to build collections and to gain certain unlock certain benefits within the platform.
1: Yeah, and I mean it's in a, a lot of our our blood. Like we used to collect baseball cards and all this other stuff, and like we literally were staking and not getting rewards on them. You know, like you yeah. have a box full of cards in your closet. Like that's what you were doing. You were staking those cards and you were getting yeah. zero <laughs> yield off it. It's yeah, crazy. you're hoping
2: hoping your your common. You know, your, your common card from an OPG pack yeah. <laughs> was one day going to be worth something. You sold them, I, I sold all my baseball cards, a whole binder full of them when I was about 11 years old, I think, for maybe like $10. <laughs> you know, I just had a garage sale. I don't want these anymore. I don't do anything with them. I have no idea if any of them ever would have been worth anything. Probably not. But, um, you know, like you say, now there's an opportunity to own something and to be being paid out a, a small reward for, for being a member of that community.
1: Yeah, and it's it's not something that you're going to ding the corner on accidentally or, you know, you have to have boxes full taking up all this space. Like, I feel like that's that right there is a lot of the reason why moms threw out their kids' card collection <laughs> if that happened to you is because, like, that shit took up a lot of room in the house and mom did not want that shit in the house anymore. Yeah, <laughs> like, didn't get
2: it. As well. What are these bunch of garbage a bunch of paper? And you're right, yep. you know, the idea of, of collecting things and then being part of a community of people that that collects the same thing as you. Right. And now, you know, over the past, but from, I mean, I don't know your age, but from the time when I was a kid, the the internet wasn't really a thing. And now we've, we've come around. Oh yeah. I'm
1: 40, man. My first, my first typing (laughs) class was on typewriters for real.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, so now we've gotten this idea where you can share in that community with anyone around the world and, you know, dance is no different, right? There is a, a very, very vibrant dance community, people that are involved in it are very passionate about it. And, you know, now to be able to, to dance with someone, to get together at a, in a dance class with people from all across the world and, and access to uh, a, a very, very high level instructor, you know, maybe a, an international championship dancer who was you know, winning the world championships last week and is now giving a class in the metaverse for people all over the world, right? And access is done through through
1: NFTs. That's pretty cool. That That's definitely something to look forward to in this, as the, the metaverse gets built. And this is definitely stuff that's down the line, like the whole virtual reality thing, obviously, that's way down the line. I mean, I had a yeah. virtual boy when I was a kid, and that was pretty cool. <laughs> like the red line kind of 3D, like Mario shit. But yeah, yeah, a fully immersive one. I mean, we've played... PSVR and Oculus and stuff like we're, we're close. It's just a matter of tying all of those pieces together in a a, a seamless enough experience that, that, you know, doesn't cook your brains from how hot the processors are getting and all that. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I I think
2: I I agree. We're, we're a few years away from the, you know, the fully immersive experience, but roadmaps are are in place, right? People are are working towards it and it it should be a part of that. And for us, it's not what's necessarily going to be ready tomorrow in a certain way. You know, it is. We we have these this online content, digital content, right? We, we have a team that creates content on a regular basis, smaller, short tutorials that people can take in. Right now, like I said, we host it on a Google Classroom, which is okay. Uh, but that's easy enough to move into the metaverse just like a small uh, NFT gallery that we're seeing today.
1: Oh, right? yeah. We once the content's geez. made, then, yeah, it's just a matter of finding a spot for it once the spot's built. I like the, the art, too, that, that you guys have. Tell me about the, the artists and, and the dancing art. I think dance kind of lends a, a lot of cool imagery and potential imagery to what you could do with NFTs.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, yeah we have a, an artist working, a Colombian artist, uh, working on all the artwork with our team in, in uh, near Medellin. They're working away at think I'm, I'm actually in Canada right now, uh, but the rest of our team, a majority, well, one of our developers is in Argentina, so we try to keep it open. Um, but the artist is working there in, in Colombia um, with my co-founder, dealing with poses and styles, and you know our the rarity table we've developed is, is really unique in that the the immediate benefits from rarity, so the, the listed and stated benefits from rarity will be based on the the level of dancer which you you mint. All right, so you'll mint a, an amateur up to to an elite dancer. Um, and And that will say whether what your discount level is within the platform and what types of of other benefits free classes et cetera that you you may receive but then there's a whole bunch of, of rarity around style of dance from salsa, which is you know our, our big thing in colombia uh through to things like kizomba and tango that are, will be much uh, much rarer uh, within the um, within the the NFTs, so NFTs sort of go ahead.
1: They're actually tied to like the real world rarity of a particular dance. A little bit, yeah. Okay. Each
2: each NFT represents an instructor, essentially a, a fake instructor, not a okay. real life.
1: Okay, I got gotcha. you.
2: Um, but but each NFT re- represents a dancer, and the dancer has a skill level. So they're they're to a certain level. They're they're male and female. Higher higher proportion being being female so they're a little bit modeled around the real world and you know what we came up with when we put this into you know we plugged in a bunch of numbers and played around with things and tried to figure out sort of what what would be more and less common and uh male tango instructor um with dark hair and dark skin i think ended up being the rarest of Of all of the the nfts when we put in all these sort of you know x amount are going to be they're going to have this skill and x amount are going to have that skill so um I think you know, when we did that up, it came out, there was going to be one or two of those minted through the random sort of selection. So it, it's really neat and fun on that side of things on the artwork side to go back and forth with the artist and say, Hey, let's do this. And that's, you know, we have the one that's in front of the beach and we've now designed the Medellin backdrop and we'd like to have each of the, the mints or sort of the regional things speak to the region a little bit. Right. So there's a, a sort of a, a locality, um, you know, pull out people that way a little bit. So if you're from a certain city, you really want to get the one from your city and, and collect that. Now I've thought about that around NFTs for, for a long time. And maybe you're familiar with a project that's doing that. I'm not to date, um, but it's, it's sort of minting for, um, for ge- geography and to pull up people's sort of nationalistic or tribalistic like, um, you know, thoughts and pride and things like that. Yeah, that's, there's a
1: lot, I haven't yet, but they're definitely like just the way people get with like their sports teams, for example, or, or anything that, that people have like this loyalty to that that's not something that they themselves are doing like an outward kind of thing. Like, that that just grows instant community just based on whatever that reference point is and yeah i think i mean sports is obviously the the easy one uh to kind of go to but yeah i haven't really seen anything as far as like regional based uh like rarity and then and then nft collection around that
2: yeah no neither have i as i was starting to think about nfts and y'all are and
1: thinking, the first you know, <laughs> what's that i say y'all are the first
2: <laughs> yeah, well, this one's one yeah an idea for somebody out there. You know, I always thought it'd be neat to to do all your American cities or something like that, right? And then you know, a couple from each city, and everyone's trying to kind of grab their city, uh, so that they get you know the the guy from Chicago or the guy from LA or whoever it is, right? And so yeah, this might be a first in terms of of ongoing mints, right? We wanna we wanna be growing our community continuously, and then having new new cities uh, as we open our a real life community in the city also having a mint to go along with that as, as a whole sort of package. Um, so now we'll mint out another city and we'll have benefits related with that city. Obviously still with the idea of rewarding our, our early adopters, uh, OGs uh, additionally, but really trying to, I think the, the biggest benefits to the community come from growth, right? And it's, you know, it, it may be uh, in short order here, we find one of the, the Achilles heels of these you know ten thousand projects and things like that is maintaining that secondary market, keeping up the the sort of interest in the in the community. Uh, you know I'm a, uh, involved in a few while well, I'm, I'm a punk now. For the, the last month or so, I picked up a punk and got involved in that. at Luna Bowls, off off Luna. I'm in a, a couple as well and, and V Friends. You know trying to keep that up and even even board apes. Like how do you keep the hype up? How how do you keep making it fresh and new uh, if you don't have New people to add to the
1: community. Yeah, and it's especially in crypto, just for how short everyone's attention span is, and then you you couple that with people staring at charts all day, and and like emotions being tied to that. It's I think the ones that do it the best have the most like not addictive but like the most engaging distraction associated with their their project whether that be a game or some sort of like community scavenger hunt stuff like that but usually like the the games at first were, we're really good at that because like nobody's staring at a chart if you're you're grinding on on a, a play to earn or, or even a not play to earn just playing a game you know it's it's yeah. a great distraction uh, I've been noticing some Community Starting to do movie nights and stuff, which I think right. is a really cool idea. Everybody, I mean, pretty much everybody has Netflix. Uh, you can just sign up with this thing and then and then uh, interact with the community during a, a movie night that everybody wants to watch. Uh, votes on that that kind of stuff to, to uh, what they watch and everything. Like, I, I think that kind of thing, like. Really engaging the community as much as possible uh, in in things that are distracting. I think do the best for for projects as far as just don't like stop staring at the charts, stop staring at the the floor prices and stuff. Like go outside, you know, get get yeah, yeah. go do something else. Like this will be here. It's okay.
2: Sure. Well, snagging that opportunity, we've been uh, just starting an outreach program for for communities right now on Terra, but we're really open. Offering dance lessons, group dance lessons. Uh, we got a whole bunch of instructors who are really good at doing online lessons uh, for different uh, groups. Um, so, if there was a community you're familiar with that said, Hey, let's just do something fun, something different, um, get up out of the chair, uh, you can do it. And you don't need a very big space. You can do it in your bedroom and learn a couple steps and have some fun and, and try something new. So, that's our, our kind of our new. A partnership outreach uh, program saying to these communities, hey, you know, the next step, like you say, is doing something. Is it a movie night? Is it a dance classes in real life meetup is it you know whatever it might be so we've got an offering
1: yeah that actually sounds like it would pair really well with some of the dynamics that the hero nft project is doing as far as like making goals for people to do to improve themselves day to day and 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 getting rewarded for for those things through the nfts however they're doing that but it seems like a, a a dance thing going to all of the main projects right now and being like, Hey, here's a community building exercise. You think yeah. you can dance? Like, let's, let's, let's get, get your community involved and get their community involved. And, uh, we, we kind of saw that a little bit with Niptera getting the different communities involved to go head to head in their game, uh, to, you know, see which community has the best and then donate yeah. a little bit to charity. Um, but I think, yeah, it, it, besides just, you know, playing, playing, shooting cats games, which is awesome. <laughs> totally fun. I, I had a great time this morning. Uh, I yeah. think like getting people up and actually moving and dancing like that, that's anything that can improve health and mental well being. Like we need that in the space for sure.
2: For sure. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a fun idea. It's a, you know, one that we think will, will be a hit. So we're starting that. So anyone listening, uh, feel free to, to hit us up on Twitter or reach out via discord and, and let us know you. you community needs to get up out of their chairs
1: <laughs> for real I've been I, I just office. started kind of doing this thing full-time and I, I'm noticing that like I, I definitely need to get out of my chair more now that I'm at home all day instead of being oh. at being at work running around so it's it's definitely something we should all keep in mind
2: for sure I moved to a home office six months ago now and uh, you know I've got the standing desk but I don't use it enough and uh, you know, I find that man. It's just you know, I try to get up and get some exercising, get out for a walk. And but when you're when you're there and everything you do is is right there in front of you, and you're you're at home, it's pretty easy to get up and go to the fridge for a snack and then come back and sit down. Yes, sit yeah. down for
1: another three hours. I'm I'm my, the only saving grace here is that I'm upstairs, so I have to if I, if I want a <laughs> snack, I have to do some steps.
2: <laughs> yeah, you gotta get up and down the stairs at least. Turn it turn it into a couple of go three times. Yeah, for sure. Challenge yourself. Yeah, yeah no it's a it's a fun space man i love the crypto space it's it's so neat to see the, the sort of the psychology around it and the people that get involved and the the communities that are being built the ideas that people have you know blow me away all the time i just look and and go you know wow that's a that's a such a creative idea and such an amazing job of getting people to rally around it and uh, you know i like what we, we like what loop's doing with uh, the sort of community writing and community submissions and we, we see an opportunity for that at the with, you know, almost a social type platform, upload your dance moves, upload your video, upload your tutorial that you want to share with people and then be. Real.
1: Yeah. I, I think too, like at, at, at face value all of this stuff is super fun and it's like Mimi and and everyone's having a good time and and all that but I think like the the underlying tech is really world-changing shit and I I I always feel like I'm just a hopeless optimist with this stuff but like just the way governance works and and smart contracts and taxing like it, it seems like this system, once it gets fine-tuned, can really fix a lot of the shit that other generations have kind of messed up or, or allowed to to continue, you know, going the way that they were going and just kind of, like, ruining people and lives and, and the planet and everything. And it just, like, with what Angel Protocol's doing and then what Anchor's doing and, and trying to, to bank the unbanked, And like, this is really, like, life-changing tech that that we're all building on i i I think it's really important to to have fun and stuff but like we always need to keep in mind that that like this is the revolution right here
2: for sure and you know one of our big goals our overarching goals is to expose as many people as possible to crypto and you know i just i just still believe that that has to be done i call it a Trojan horse you know utilizing their own interests their own you know what they like doing what they're already doing and going hey you're going to keep doing exactly what you're doing but you're gonna do it with a little bit of a twist, and here are some cool benefits along the way, right? we're gonna we're gonna shake up this system, and you know, you know dance might not be a system that's sort of legacy and archaic and and, and means a lot at a, at a global or or a deep you know social scale. But I think you're absolutely right. We're gonna see you what know, we're seeing uh, as we as we talk, every day, we're seeing banking systems try to figure out how to you know to wrangle with this. We're seeing governments trying to look at this and go, what? you know how do i how do I regulate something?" Um, it's one of these real 21st century problems that it's not, it's borderless. It's so global that, you know, the, the Canadian government here can't step in and, and and do very much, right? As much as they want to do, uh, it, it just chases away the innovation. It chases away the the entrepreneurship if you start putting these heavy-handed regulations in place. And we see that in a lot of places. I, I saw a headline uh, this morning or yesterday that, you know, the, the Bitcoin hash rates back up to, to above where it was before the China ban, Right. Uh, and so China steps in and tries to do some, you know, some heavy-handed action against against Bitcoin and crypto, and it just moves, right? It's this, it's, it's the beauty of the decentralization. So it's a a thing that we're going to have to grapple with at a global scale, not on any sort of regional or national scale.
1: I really hope that one day they just kind of accept the fact that, like, I, I just it's pretty much everything they've been doing, but like the the goals are kind of the opposite. Like everything in. In government and the way these these social systems are set up, it it's kinda just designed to take and take and take and it takes from the mass and, and it gives to like a few And like everything I see in crypto and especially the Terra space, like you definitely see it way more in in these communities. But it's it's all focused on giving and like everybody kind of growing and and prospering and and having, you know, a a decent life. And I think that's like we have that on our side. And that's how I know that, like, we're doing the right thing is because it's it's set up the opposite of how they were doing it. (laughs) And like the way they were doing it just messed up so much junk. And like this, this is completely trying to just put that back and like give that power back to the people and, and show them that like, hey, we can actually do this now. We're old enough and we have the technology.
2: <laughs> yeah, and I've seen, you know, one of the things that's just a great uh, example of that on, on Terra right now is this, this sort of almost uh, community advisory going around like, hey, the, the big validators are getting too big. Right. Let's let's spread it out. Let's yeah. Have you ever seen it... <laughs>
1: that like in the real world? Like, oh, hey, you guys, Wells Fargo it, or like uh, the, the oil company, Chevron's getting too big. Like we're going to have to do something like they've never do that shit unless it benefits them.
2: Right. Well, it's all it's all the it's, it's the shareholders in that sense. But, you, you know, and the, share, the shareholders in Chevron are never going to go, oh, we're doing a little too well. I guess we should uh, stop doing so well. You, you know, just it's just not a real world sort of that mentality yeah. isn't there. But I find in, in crypto a little bit, it, it can be. It's this idea of because the, the there's a difference between Terra and an organization community that's built on, on Terra, right? So we can look at Terra and go, hey, as a community within the Terra ecosystem, we want to make sure this remains fair for everybody. It remains beneficial for everybody. And so when we look up and we look at the, the, whole, the whole, you know, Blockchain, we go, wait a sec, that that doesn't necessarily look like the way I want it to be in five years, right? And so we better start taking action now. I love that. I just you know I thought that was really neat that people were going, you know, make sure you know, you consider who you're who you're delegating to. I saw someone's uh, you know, tweet that said, you know, the top ten validators are, are now controlling forty something percent of the of the vote. Um, and, and you know the lovely thing about it being decentralized is and, and on-chain is you can see that, right?
1: Yeah, and then in in, the real world. in 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 that same tweet, they gave you a list of like ten or however many to choose from. So they it was like so perfect. They're like, here are the ones that are too big. If you are on one of these, please switch to one of these if you would like. Yeah. Like it was so good.
2: Yeah, I can't remember who it was. Maybe maybe you remember. But um, those are the, those are the types of things that I think are really inspiring within the the crypto space to to go. You know, a lot of people enter it. Not that everybody's not in some way self-serving and we're all looking to, to do well for ourselves, but it, it's maybe this bit more of a community uh, you know, vibe and this thing of, we, we, there's a big pie, right? The pie expands and there's room for everybody to come in and do something really cool. Uh, and, yeah, and by design too.
1: Like It was built to do that, which I think is even way cooler because like it, it was actually designed so that everyone could eat. And like that, that's yeah. just you don't see that very often in in communities dealing with finance.
2: No, absolutely, yeah. It's a it's a, it's a like you say, it's a we're change, we're a change. You know, we're watching a change happen, and it's exciting to be a part of. It's really fun for for us to try to build something. You know, that's why why we've been involved. We built, we started our community to to help some people solve a problem that they had, and we want to take our community to the next level and into crypto. To, to continue to solve that problem and improve the lot for a lot of people that that don't have very many opportunities, uh, you know, I've seen a variety of tweets and projects and programs now geared towards the the Latin community because there's a there's a bunch of people in the Latin community, there's a bunch of people in a lot of sort of disenfranchised community around the world that have experienced hyperinflation have or are experiencing hyperinflation. You know, I travel regularly back and forth to to Colombia and you know seeing what's happened in in Venezuela over the past. You know, 15, 20 years, you know, the mismanagement and just the, the inability for people to, to earn a living, to, to work a decent job and, and have something come out of it, to share like skills and cultural talents and things that these people have are incredible. But because of their geographical sort of cage that they're in, that, that doesn't have the same value that it does somewhere else.
1: Yeah, we're shifting away from that whole siloed mindset. It seemed like in the 80s and, I mean, probably before that, but from what I remember, like the 80s and 90s, it was like, A lot of, like, in-country pride and kind of fuck everybody else. Like, if you're not with us, you're against us kind of thing. And I feel like that just divided the shit out of everybody. And we're getting back to, like, a more global kind of way of thinking because of the internet and because of all these tools and these communities that we're building. Like, we have people from probably way way more countries than than any other kind of system in each one of these like discord servers like it's so crazy how how spread out it is and it the more people interact with that the more you get away from that siloed mindset and like the the better everything can can be i think
2: yeah no i agree i think it's you know we move towards a, a whole economy that's built more around you know what you can do globally and less around what you can do locally and as much as there are some governments around the world and people around the world that have this, you know, this back in time, things were better before mindset. Yeah. You know, I don't believe that. I don't <laughs> think it, you know, there's no, there's not one statistic that, that, that shows that things were better before. No, for, please for sir, the tell me
1: how much before. better my life would be if I was just working in a factory for 15 hours a day, <laughs> like breathing in toxicity, <laughs> please.
2: Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's, it's exciting. It's, it's a fun an interesting time to just watch and see what people are doing, and and then you know something like Angel Protocol comes along and goes, "Hey, as a whole community, right? Let's just make sure that we're making, leaving things better than we found them."
0: Yeah, right?
1: like that's as, huge. As an
2: entire space, that's you just go, "Wow, that's that's a huge vision and a huge mission." But people get behind it. People love it. It becomes such a central pillar of the community that you you almost become outcast if you don't. You know, not not that we want anyone to be outcast, but it's like, of course, why wouldn't we, uh, you know, be a part of this? Yeah, again, I I go back to V friends and the the sort of the positive messaging that that Gary V throws around and the idea that the the pie is is huge and we can all have you you said a place to eat. The table can be very very big. Um, we don't need to be scrounging for scraps and fighting over little bits and pieces anymore. Right?
1: Yeah. I, I don't want to be all gatekeepy, but if you're not dealing with angel protocol, you're not coming on the show. Let's just say that. <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean, it's, exactly. It's one of these things where, because we all, we all understand the, the benefits of, of helping, of be making, lifting other people up. Yeah. You know, Super necessary.
1: Cause otherwise yeah. you're just left with like wasteland shit. And like, we're kind of tired of living like that. Yeah. Well, cool. Yeah, so I got to we got to wrap this up. I got another space. We got to start recording. Uh is there anything else about the NFT launch? Do you want to give us like dates and prices real quick and then we'll be sure to add that in the site for the upcoming launches as well?
2: Yeah, we're shooting for a uh, mid to late January mint, but we don't have a pegged down an exact date yet.
0: So okay, it's, no worries. So sort of 6
2: to 8 weeks out. We'll just put uh, and, TBA. Yeah, <laughs> T and we're in the uh the, the one to two Luna price range, I think, is where we're sitting right now. Again, we want to make this a really accessible project. Uh, we want to make it something that people can feel like they derive value from pretty quickly, be a part of, gain some you know some new skills if they want. And we're not looking to be exclusionary or exclusive. We'd love for it to grow. We'd love for, for anyone that's interested in dance, in music, in Latin culture, in uh, finance, to, to all be involved and to, to join the community. And... Make- very we're very open to to suggestion we're open to, to trying new ideas it's it's really i think what the whole space is about is about adapting and moving quickly and and saying yeah that's a, a neat idea let's give it a shot so
1: nice and which yeah. uh which spot are you guys minting at or are you doing self-mint
2: i think we'll, we'll go with random earth uh okay. right now that's what we're, we're leaning towards being the the sort of leader in the space um, but uh we have also started looking and talking to the the guys with their, uh, they minting platform, and I can't remember the name of the other one off the top of my head. It's Luart at the moment. But,
1: uh, Lu- yes. Or and, One. I'm uh,
2: sorry, I know, uh, Talos.
1: Yeah, Talos, Luart, One Planet. It's good to see that we're getting more uh, yeah. more choices in that space. That's
2: it. So, we've, yeah, we're, uh, we're competing in the Terra hackathon, which closed last week, and we've got a submission in for the One Planet stuff as well, so... Um, you We're know, trying to be involved in the community as we can, and share our idea around as much as possible, and get feedback from people who have spent more time in the space, and and maybe you know know how to connect us with the the right uh, partners and the right on off ramps and, and all that stuff. So anyone who who listens and says, "Hey, I know this sounds like the perfect fit," please uh, please reach out and and make the introduction.
1: Nice, that's awesome. Definitely take a look: Twitter.com slash dancero NFT. And then they got a link tree and a medium. We'll put links to that on the show notes over at terracespaces.org You can find all that stuff. And uh, yeah, hang out here uh, at intern cap. Uh, we have a job posting board. If you need anything for your project mods, community stuff, Coders, whatever. Uh, there's probably not very many coders right now, but you can definitely post that uh, in the job postings. So uh, yeah, I will do.
2: That's uh, all we have. Uh, we have someone doing just HR right now for us, doing recruitment and oh, nice uh, looking around specifically in the, the Latin community. Uh, we we love to try to keep our uh, our community bilingual right now uh, for one thing, and to to just be able to support uh, some people that maybe can't, you know, maybe aren't even bilingual, maybe are only Spanish speaking at the moment. Um, cause there's, you know, I think there's a, a, appetite for, for work in the space, but there might not be as many projects in, in other languages. So if you don't have the, the English, it can be hard. So I'll, I'll take a look at the the job board and I'll, I'll let it.
1: Awesome. Well, Bisto Crypto, thank you for coming, talking about Dancero NFT, looking forward to the release and to seeing everybody dancing. Uh, I think that's super cool. You guys are doing over there.
2: Yeah. We appreciate you having us on and look forward to chatting again in the future.
1: Hell yeah. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We will catch you on the next episode. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening.
0: Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way Resuscitating major players in the waiting room Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for dooms. Slayed a few in my early years, off an the the shrooms Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news To let us know what we should believe, is the latest truth Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio Trying to keep it well lit, like filming a movie roll Sorting through support from your endorsements Of course, we're tripping balls, hand reports it The latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Big thinking energy always gets the best of me. When I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes. Gotta mix and match, flip the lash, letting rhythm scratch. Over shit spitting facts with my vision smash Big drip aristocrats dishing out a list of trash. Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch. Better let the missus know where you hit the stash. Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the trash. Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines, and I'm about done dealing with these damn lies, man. I'm looking at this planet like a franchise, chastising to digging holes in the back nine. Latest proof ain't a way to move. Chase the view, just a bunch of, of heads living in a chicken coop. Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is good. So kick it for a minute, then show me what that think could do. Two plus two. Show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Show me what that thing could do. Two plus two.